And now, enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. Not what we know, because we don't know shit. What we think. <laughs> David came on Toya as Sadie Burbank Podcast. Or as Sadie Burbank, David came on Toya Podcast. The game plan, yeah. The, uh, the show. Don't make it up. Let's actually make some. And see, I came up with more. Not what we know, because we don't know shit. It's Thursday night, so let's find out what the fuck we think. I'm David K. Montoya. And I am S. Sadie Burbank. That's right, kids. We are back after a week absence, and I do apologize. Me too. Just everybody, literally everybody in the Jaisal Modcast last week was just ridiculously busy. Yeah. Yeah. And well, for the most part, none of us could get together and record. Well, hey, stuff happens, you know. But we're back. Yes. Thank you for sticking with us, those of you that did. Oh, those yeah. Those of you that didn't. <laughs> 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 See, I can do that because they won't even know because they didn't. Um, I'm sure there's, you know, missing one episode. I'm sure we didn't lose any. I hope not. I hope not. People give us a little bit of a break here, you know. We ha- we are regular people. We yes. do have lives, so you know. Sometimes they get interrupted with things like illness and vacations and illness trips. Jaden going to school. Oh yeah, new school. Yeah, because it's. I mean, it's August still. Yeah, we're and we are August nineteenth. As of recording, so this right. will come out on the 21st. Right. So, and kids in this part of the country go to school in August. Yes. Which sucks. Plus, they go so damn early. Oh, yeah. Do, yeah. Does he go early? We have to get up at 6 o'clock in the morning. Jesus, there's people out on my street catching a bus at 6 o'clock in the morning to go to school. That's just outrageous. And in the wintertime when it's dark? Yeah. That's just not right. I mean, I get it in the summertime because it's so freaking hot here. Right. That, you know, they need to get everything done and out of the way early in the day. I, I get that. But in the wintertime, too, they don't? I don't know why they Well, before do I, that. I go into my rant about yes. Jay. Uh, and school, yes. yes. Uh, I wanted to find out, how was your week? How was my week? Which part of it? All of it. Hot. My air conditioner has... Gone on to bigger and better things. It's gone to AC land, where the fuck that is. It's dead, as you know, in a word. And uh, it was sort of a horrible week because it wasn't to- like totally dead. It was dying. Right. You know. And so we turn on, we turn it on, and I go, okay, it's 86 in the house, so we'll turn on the AC and hope for the best, you know. And so, like, three hours later, I'd look, and it was 86.5, and I go, I don't think we're getting it, you know, it's not making headway here. And the guy had come out, you know, and juiced it up with Freon not too long ago, but I think he's decided there's a leak in it now on account of that didn't last very long. Right. And, of course, it's the time of year when it's really nice and hot here, too, you know. And so, like, Last night, I decided to open up the house, you know, because I keep the doors all closed and try to keep it as cool as I can. Um, so when I looked at the temp, because we got that, that we got this little doodad that tells me the indoor and outdoor temps, right? Right. It was 91 in the house and 87 outside, so I figured it was time to open up. Yeah. And and get some of that nice cool air going, and and I do. I open all the windows and doors that I can, and that gets a, uh, and it's breezy, thank God, uh, in the evenings here, and so I get some cross ventilation going. Right. But um, my husband borrowed a portable AC unit from work with permission <laughs> um, and brought it home last night and, and turned it on this morning, and it's cooling the house, and it's just wonderful, and I'm really, really, really happy to have it. Because we got to do the whole thing with the crane and the, you know, it's right. going oh, to be a mess. Plus, it's not cheap, but hey, you know, anyway, at least we can do that. Right. And, I mean, you know, I know that, you know, back in the day, people did without the AC and all that. I get it. But, you know, I'm, that was then. <laughs> I'm used to having it now. 
Well, for one, so, it's the high desert. Yeah, it is. It's, well, what we call the high desert. You know, there's high desert and then there's high desert. But for Southern California, this is considered high desert. And uh, it's it's hot. It's fucking hot. It's, it's outrageously hot. And, and so... Um, I mean, and, and this is nothing new. It, it does it every year. And we, Lacey and I were talking on the way home from the gym today. I said, remember last summer, this time, it was so humid that yes. we couldn't hardly breathe. And so I said, thank God it's not that way this year. You know, I'm really happy about that. I mean, it's not like it's the worst summer it's ever been or anything like that. But anyhow, so I'm waiting for the new unit to come. There are possible issues with putting it on the roof on account of the company that made the one we have now, the de- the dead one, uh, doesn't make them anymore. Right. And that's actually the, the original one to the house. So um, they had to get a different Model. maker, manufacturer, and there are questions about whether it'll fit in the same hole. Mm, as okay. the the original did, and so he the guy's waiting for the specs to come from the spec land or wherever the hell, and and then he's going to check and see, and if not, then they're going to have to fuck with the roof a little bit to make it, Work. but but just at the point of entry, it's not going to have to do the whole ducting isn't going to have to be oh, okay. redone, just the the point of entry, so that you know because. The way my husband said it at first, I thought they were going to have to just tear off the whole roof and, you know, but no, you know how guys talk, you know, oh, the ducting is all fucked up, you know, well, no, it's not the ducting, it's just. The point of entry, like right, you said. Right, right. So, um, and then I guess once he decides that it will or won't, then he makes a final commitment as to the cost of installation and everything, and then we say yes or no. Well, we're going to say yes. What the fuck? You can't right. live without AC in this part of the country. Um, and so then he'll put it in. So I think we're probably looking at a couple of weeks. About the time the temperatures go down to normal. Right. Well, not normal, but, I mean, go down to reasonable. Uh, that's probably when we'll get it in. But it's also a heating unit, so it'll be good for winter, too. So it's not, you know. I was going to say, one thing we are very consistent at here, kids, on what we think is we bitch about the weather. Oh, God, yes. If it's too hot, yeah. we let you know. If, if it's, it's too, too cold, cold, we, we let, let you know. know. And it is always either too hot or too cold. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's never a happy meeting. No, it's not. Well, it is, but for such a short time out of the year, that well, for like it's a month. almost not worth mentioning. But And I'm sure they get sick of hearing it because a lot of people that listen to us live in places that have wonderful weather or shitty weather and they don't bitch about it but we do so if you don't like it i'm sorry but other than that let's see how's my week been i haven't done anything okay because when it gets hot i stop right i don't cook i don't clean i don't do nada i sit at the computer sometimes sometimes not i usually i sit on the couch with all the fans that i can muster around me blowing air on me with bags of ice tucked here and there, and uh, and I get through it that way. And Ernie goes to work, see? He's still working. He's right. getting closer to that, quote, retirement, unquote. Next month, right? Next month. And he still doesn't know whether it's going to be at the end of the month or the middle of the month. And I'm like, what's the, just decide. Eh, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> um, so... So he gets to be in air conditioning at work, which is good. I'm glad. I'm, you know, because if, if we have to be miserable at the house, it may as well just be one of us. It doesn't need to be both of us. Yeah. You know. But I was kind of cranky last night because I, I didn't want to cook, you know. So I told him, I said, you know, because usually I make a dinner for him when he comes home. He gets home like 11, 11.30 at night. Right. And so I got something, a light dinner, you know, for him. And I said, no, we got to go get, you know. So we went out. We were going to go to uh, Carl Jr.'s, but mm-hmm. uh, because online it said all the Carl Jr.'s up here close at 11, except the one at Main and 9th, it closes at 11.59. Okay. And I'm like, okay, cool. So he comes home, and he, 
he's playing haha i'm racing to get there in time you know that was a cute joke okay so then we drive down there and we pull in and we <laughs> we stop and read the signs as we go in you know how they got staked out you know so that you can right if you're the third guy in line you're not bored you can at least read the menu or something and so we read all those things and we pull up to the little speaker and the speaker comes on and it says hi thank you for coming to see us tonight but we're sorry we're closed now it was like an automated kind of like a voicemail recording thing you know? right and i'm like well fine then okay bye so you back out we head to jack right because jack's 24 7 right and so we're driving down the road and some idiot men we're walking across. If it hadn't been that the oncoming traffic sort of slowed and the one guy flashed his brights and stuff, I wouldn't even have seen these guys. They were on my side of the road, crossing, jaywalking, nice. crossing across the road with virtually nothing uh, in the way of brightness about their clothing or anything like that, you know. Just jaywalking. And, I mean, they weren't even waiting for the traffic to clear. and jay They're just walking across the fucking road, you know. So I rolled down my window and I, why don't you fucking morons carry a flashlight? I'm yelling at these guys. And then they got the balls to yell something back at me. You know, like, I don't even know what they said because I couldn't hear them. But, right. you know, they're blah, 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 you know, back at me. And I'm like, fuck you. Chase me if you want to. I'm so <laughs> pissed. I, and, I, and I told her, I said, you know, I would run over one of those guys if I hadn't seen him in the road. I'd run over him, and then the other one would go, well, we were just walking across the road, and she hit us, you know. Right. They'd be all defensive about it, but please don't jaywalk people in the dark at night without a flashlight. Okay. That's it for me. My week was pretty much just fighting the weather. and. I was going to say, but last thought on the jaywalking thing is yeah. it just, just walk the extra few feet. Oh, yeah, really. I mean, you know, when you think of how many people get killed jaywalking, you know. And it was dark. It was the middle of the fucking night. It was 11, by then, 11.30, 11.40 at night. Full moon wasn't even up yet. Right. We had a full moon a week ago. So, I mean, it was dark out. And it's a dark part of the street where they were. There's no street lights, you know, because they're trying to save... I don't know what. Electricity. Yeah, probably. Just don't want to spend the money. It might be electricity or I don't know why they turn off half of the the streetlights at night. But they do. And so, you know, it's it's a given. It's going to be dark. So don't be jaywalking across the street in your dark clothes without a flashlight. I mean, these were grown men. They weren't children. It would have been worse if they had been at that hour. But, you know, anyhow. So I... Being having been cranky from from being hot, mm-hmm. not wanting to cook, one fast food place already closed. I wasn't in a good mood anyhow. <laughs> These guys just picked the wrong person to walk in front of, <laughs> so I just belted it out at them. It was kind of fun. It was I enjoyed it. <laughs> so, but that's my week. My week was pretty normal as far as you know what I've been doing and who I've been doing it with. You know, I mean. I don't do that much. Um, okay, here we go. <laughs> I was going to say, how was your week? But I know we're going to hear about it anyway, so. Um, let's see, where do I start? Well, first I should say, let's see, where do I want to go? There's so much to talk about. Um, anybody that knows me or listens to this show or any of our other shows, you know, that I'm involved in, should already know by now that... The let me see. I'm saying this wrong. Um, if anybody li- listens to this show, they should already know that my son is a high functioning autistic. And one of the things that has happened in the last year is, although he's been promoted, skipped a grade. He went. He skipped seventh grade. Yes. He went from sixth to eighth. Right. Even though that happened. They essentially kicked him, Apple Valley Unified School District, kicked him out of the school that he was going to because they said that they, there was not a school that fit his needs, the school that he was going to. So they sent him way the fuck over by um, 
it's it's even past Dell Evans Parkway. You go way the fuck out there. You go Dell Evans to Thunderbird. It's just like how many miles? Do you know? Uh, it takes me twenty five minutes. Okay, so it's a good twenty miles. And um, maybe more because the traffic is. So I was I I did it for the first week because I was trying to be a, a good sport. I was you know. Well, uh, and you had you had to do it because you couldn't you couldn't hook up with the bus thing. Right. Ahead of time. Right. God only knows why, but they don't like. I, that's so stupid. You know, why, with everything they else that they have going on at the outset of the school year, wouldn't you think that they'd want to get as many things out of the way and taken care of ahead of time as they could? You know, but I guess they can't afford to pay somebody to come in the office and. Yeah, and, you know, the district supervisors making all that money. Yeah, yeah. Somebody's somebody's got to eat it. But anyway, so I took him back and forth to school for five days. Right. For waiting for them to get their bus things. Now I drive a Ford Explorer. Fixed. Okay. Right, right. An old Ford Explorer. Right. Uh, yeah, it's a '98. It's yeah. a '98 Ford Explorer. Yeah. So that means from driving there from my house to there and driving back from there to my house was an eighth of a tank of gas. So both ways or all together? I mean one way or all or all together. All together. Eighth of a tank. Okay. How many gallons is your tank? Twenty? It's a twenty gallon tank. Okay, so what is that? How many gallons is an eighth? Oh Mary Lynn. I'm so bad. Let's see. Well half Half would be ten gallons, a quarter right. would be five gallons, right. an eighth would be two and a half gallons. Yes. Okay. And right now, that's like, shit, close to... Ten bucks. Yeah, I was going to say, with, depending on where you buy it, that's close to ten bucks. So, that means that in every day I was spending ten bucks in gas. Right. Which you don't have? No. That money. So, <clears throat> then, well, let me back up, because that's... I'm I'm skipping a part. Okay. I was going and giving him his medicine as well. I was going to say, didn't you used to have yeah, to do I that at lunchtime? Him, yes. So I I was literally. That's four trips you yeah, had to make. I was at that point. I was almost using a quarter of a tank of gas. Jeez. Okay. And I couldn't afford it. Yeah. So what I went and and we situated with Jay and we got him hooked up with the medicine. The medicine is going to be well, it is being dispensed. Um, at the school. Oh, good. So I don't even have oh, to go there. Oh, great. And he's okay with that? He yeah. doesn't mind taking it from yeah, them? Yeah, he's, he's doing fine. Good. Doing fine. Good. Um, so then the only thing that we had left was to situate was the, the bus situation. Right. Now, I want to make this perfectly clear. The, the teacher, um, Mr. Hurst, very good teacher so far. I, I, I enjoyed the conversations with him. Um, I've had conversations already with the principal, um, and I think they're very good, outstanding people. I think they're very good at what they do. My qualm, as a whole, is has nothing to do with the actual school itself. My qualm is the lazy fuckers that are in the transportation department. Ah, which is sort of separately yes. operated. Yes. Now... <clears throat> We went through, because he has autism, everything that happens has to be on paper. So it's called an IEP meeting. We all showed up. We signed the paper and says, Jaden lives way too fucking far for his dad to take him to school. Right. Right. Everybody signed it. Right. Including the transportation people. Right. Uh-huh. Now, they're like, okay, well, once it gets there, you'll hear something, and then, you know, they'll start picking up. So there was... Wait, it should be... We should reiterate that he was put in this school. Yes, he was. I didn't place him. The the district placed him. nothing to do with him being put in this school. Right. Okay. All right. I mean, I think that's that's an important factor in all this. Because if I was put, if I put him in this school, then yes, I it would be on my shoulders. I would, and I would do it. You know, I would. Well, I'm not even sure if it would be, uh, given his circumstances. But just to, you know, 
make it abundantly clear that it is entirely the school transportation department's responsibility. So by this time, we've got everything situated. I got the phone call Wednesday night, and they said, we're going to have a bus there to pick up Jay on Thursday morning. I'm like, cool, okay, let's, you know, go right on. Right. I get Jay up, you know, get him dressed, get him out there, we're waiting. And a long call, and, and I was just like, oh, my God, because at first I was like, is that what they're using? It pulled, I swear to God, it looked like it was going to, like, just collapse into a puddle of shit, the van. Well, it wasn't even a bus. It was a van. And it, it was a rinky-dink-looking van. What kind of a van? I mean, there's lots of different kinds of vans. What do you mean by, my car is a van. Is that the kind of van you're talking about? Smaller. Smaller than my car. I have a Honda Odyssey. Mm-hmm. It was tiny. Smaller than that. And how many people are supposed to fit in it? Um, the driver. The driver, <laughs> yeah, the driver. Which then they took out the the passenger side side seat. Uh huh. Then they took out the because you can look and tell they they're not the standardized seats that are supposed to go in there because it just didn't look right. They're right. like old bus seats. And there was like four of them crammed in there. And he probably had, I'm going to say between eight and ten inches of leg room just to, just to slip in to that. Oh, that's ridiculous. And <clears throat> they pull up. And, and it should be noted, Jay is five foot eleven. Yes. So, yes. you know, I mean, he's 12 years old, but he's five eleven. Yes. Okay. Eight to ten inches of slipping in their room is not going to work for him. Oh, I couldn't do it. Oh. There's no fucking way I could no, do it. No, And so, you know, the guy is like, <clears throat> you know, opens, kind of flings back. He's like, you, you Montoya? I'm like, yeah, I'm Montoya. Jesus. I, I, my gut was telling me, you don't want to let your kid. Don't put him in there. Yeah, don't put him in there. But Jay made an effort. He tried to get up in there. He couldn't do it. Jay just like he's like yeah I can't do it. I was like I know you can't. The guy's like well you need to call transportation. Lean forward, grab the door, shut the door on us, and took off. By this time, a I, real people person. Yes. Ah, By yeah. this time, my yeah. my blood pressure was uh-huh, high. Uh huh. I can see that. Um, I looked down at my watch and realized, well, fuck. Now I have exactly twenty minutes to get my son to school. You know that wouldn't have been enough time for him. To get him to school. Yeah. He. Oh, I should mention he was running late. The guy was running late. Yeah. And um, and nobody else was in the bus? One little girl. And she was okay. tiny. Okay. She might have been a little bit bigger than Zoe. I mean, was he the only other pickup that he had, I wonder? I don't know. Um, so. What happens when he's tardy to, to school because of the bus driver? I don't know. Well, that's a whole other story, too. Okay. Anyway. So I'm, I'm, I'm just like, you know, pissed yeah. off. Yeah. I said, like, okay, get in the car. We have barely have any gas. I'm like, <laughs> on the way there, I'm like, I'm literally praying. I'm like, God, please, no gas. Don't, you know, because no. that will just trip him out. What yeah, kind of day he's already had? Run out of gas. That will oh. freak him the fuck out. But we didn't. We got him there. We actually got him there on time. I wasn't breaking the rules of the law too bad. <laughs> and then anybody noticed. Yes. And uh, you know, okay, so we got it situated. I knew that I, I had to go back, you know, I had enough gas to get home. I was okay with that. And I knew that they were gonna give him his medicine at lunch, so I knew I didn't have to go back there and and Right, right. So I was like, Okay, we'll just play play it by ear. Right. Because on the way home I'm like rah, 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 you know, through the tra- transportation department. And they're like, we'll get something situated, Mr. Montoya. Oh, you called him on, well, on the way home. Yeah. Okay. And so probably, now Jay gets out around 2.40. And I would say at 2.30, transportation called me and said, well, Jay got in the bus. He's on his way home. He'll be there maybe within an hour. Because of multiple stops. I'm like, okay, I get that. Because it takes me 25 minutes one way. I right. get that. I totally Without get having that. to stop. Right. Yeah. Right. So I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. 
So Zoe and I were sitting because she missed her brother and she she was just waiting out there. She wanted to see him and we waited and waited and waited and waited. And it was Outside like, the house yeah. waiting for the bus. Right? Now, mind you, it's fucking hot. Of course it's fucking hot. It's fucking summer still. And, um, and an there's hour no goes, shade. Yeah, no. Well, there was shade, but you probably weren't in it. <laughs> and an hour goes by. I'm like, okay, something's not right. And about an hour, 20 minutes goes in. Just as I'm picking up my cell phone to call, uh, Jaden's teacher, Mr. Hurst, calls. And he goes, um, Jaden's here at the school. He needs to be picked up. And I, I, I apologize to him already, and I'll, I'll say this publicly. <laughs> I, I'm sure, and I, I do apologize. It was some very saucy language for, but I was just having a day. Saucier than I ever get? Please. But it wasn't directed towards him. We, we shouldn't yeah, mention it. You know, yeah. it wasn't, but I was just using... Yeah, at the situation. Uh, yeah. 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 So I was pissed. Now, well, had, had, did I mistakenly hear you? Had you? Didn't you say that they had called and said, and he, said was he was in the bus and on the way home? And according to the teacher, they went, they pulled up with the bus again after the transportation Wendy, who's, who's the main supervisor, who's sucking up all the fucking money right. at the district because right. she's the supervisor. Right. And if I knew her name, I'd tell her last name too. Oh. Um, told me, we'll get this situated. We'll get this rectified. Well, who was it called you and said he was on the bus on the way home? Her, the, the manager, the district bitch. Did you ask her how, why she said that when, in fact, he was still at school? Oh, when I called back, she wouldn't answer the phone conveniently. Of course not. And course uh, not. I so... Don't, I don't blame her. I probably wouldn't have either. Fortunately for me, um, and that's that's something, you know, a little on the personal side, but uh, Rebecca and Aaron are staying with us right mm-hmm. now. And it's a good thing that they were here because... Lacey was gone. She, Lacey took off on vacation with my mom. She was right. gone for four days. Right. So it, if it, it would have been just her and I, you know. Yeah. But fortunately, Rebecca and Aaron were both here, so right. I was able to leave Zoe with them, right. and I went and picked up Jaden. Right. And now a word from our sponsors. Before 1971, a young S. Sadie Burbank could only imagine a simple American life as a loving wife and mother. That was her goal when she first married in 1959 at the age of 18, but with the wild social revolution of the 1960s, Burbank's idea of a perfect life would quickly change as she left behind her family to begin a new existence of her own. Her journey would find her on a plane headed toward her new lover, Steve, who was halfway across the world, waiting her arrival in a small bush camp in the country of Liberia. Once there, Sadie is greeted with a fascinating, strange world and plunges herself into the exotic land of the bush. But less than six months later, Sadie would realize all was not as it seemed, and Steve was not the man she fell in love with. Burbank found herself desperately seeking escape from the camp and her lover as she raced back to Robertsfield Airport, literally running for her life. Based on an unbelievably true story by S. Sadie Burbank, Red Hills, Green Vines, and Dried Monkey Meat for Dinner is a manuscript of Burbank's adventurous and deadly experience during a time filled with sex, drugs, and murder. Now available in paperback and hardback. For more information, log into www.redhills.us. Are you looking for a new book, comic, or apparel from your favorite MythWorks or independent creators? Then you're in the right place. Introducing the all-new redesigned MythMart store. Now bigger better, better. Sign up and become a member and receive 10 to 50% off on selected items. Get the all-new Terry D. Shearer's Bloody Hell t-shirt or non-members can pick up one of our e-books for only $4.95. Or go into the past and relive the 90s with MythWorks Comics Classics for $3.99. The new MythMart. Bigger, better, better. Visit MythMart at www.mythworks.com slash MythMart. Or find us on Facebook for extra savings.
you own a business or have an item you want to sling? Do you want a chance to reach potential customers? Do you want to make some extra cash? Then here's your chance. For $50, you can have a one to two minute commercial featured on each of our shows for an entire month. With six shows a week, that's only $2.09 per podcast. Plus, for an extra $10, your item will be placed into MythMart. So sit back and relax as they handle all stages of transactions. Contact our ad department at info at jaysamon.com. Got Jaden. I was pissed. Walked in the office. Where had he been during this time, by the way? Because he gets out of school at 2.40. Right. It was 4 o'clock when they called you. Yes. Where had he been? In the classroom or? Waiting in the office. In they the... they waited. They waited for like 20 minutes. So he was in the office at 3 o'clock. So okay. he was well, there. When did they call you to tell you he was at school still? 3 o'clock. No, it was more than that. It was almost four. Well, that's what I'm saying. They, okay, when did she call you to say that he was on the bus and on the way home? That was at 2.30. At 2.30. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't get out of school till 2.40, Right. Said. Now, right. How could he have been on the bus and on the way home at 2.30 when he doesn't get out of school till 2.40? Well, I was thinking maybe special education gets oh, out maybe, early. Yeah, yeah okay. Okay, so at 2.30, she says he's on the way home. At 4 o'clock? Yes. They call and say he's still at school. Yes. So between so an hour and a half, he sat in the office? Yes. God bless him, and he didn't say a word to anybody? No, he didn't freak out. He didn't freak I out. I mean, is that not like him to say, excuse me, teacher, but... You know, could somebody call my dad and have him come and get me or something? I don't think he knew what was going on, you know, as far as, okay. you know. He figured, they put me here, I just wait. Yeah. Just, okay. So, I I showed up and I was, I was living. And, uh, you know, they, I, I went into the school living. I, I was just, I had enough, you know. And uh, they're like, well, here's your two options. You know, he can ride the van or he can go in a public van you know, with mainstream kids. And now we already went the route with the van because he doesn't fit in the van. That's what the whole situation is. Number two, he has autism. He does not handle overstimulation very well, which means loud noises, which is equivalent to... Which is mainstream bus. Yes. Okay. That just, that wasn't an option. I said, you forgot my third option. And they're like, what's your third option? My third option is is that my son's going to stay home until you figure out what the fuck you're going to do because it's your responsibility. He's going to stay home. You're not going to charge him with um, truancy mm-hmm. because it's your fault. That he's not in school, yeah. yeah. And, and then uh, we left. He didn't go to school Friday. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they said, well, well, we'll have something worked out by Friday night. Mm-hmm. Friday night didn't happen. <laughs> I waited and waited and waited, and then I went to, went to work and didn't hear nothing. And, uh, you know, Lacey had come home by that time, right. and, and she was like, right. well, is he going to school on, on Monday? I was like, nope, no. didn't hear anything. No, they didn't call about the arrangements that they made <laughs> to get him there. So it was... Jesus. Yesterday was our, was Monday. He didn't go mm-hmm. for Monday. And last night they called and they said, we have a bus. Huh? We will be there at 10 minutes after 7. Well, okay. That's cool. And it's not a mainstream bus. That's why I, I specified. As long as it's not mainstream. Don't, right. don't waste right. anybody's fucking time. Yeah, really. Yeah. Or gas. So. Don't even send it. <laughs> so we're there. We're waiting. Bus shows up. It was the right bus. Jaden got right inside, sat right down, and whoop, they took off. Terrific. And then you were you were coming I in. I was as, here when they came home, and he he got off the bus just like he'd been doing it forever. Yeah, didn't seem to have a problem at all. Now I didn't actually look at the bus closely 
like does it say anything on the bus to distinguish it from mainstream busing just the size oh okay because it is a little bit of a smaller bus mm -hmm. than and a he regular bus and he yeah. likes it because he's the only one Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's cool. He doesn't have to put up with a lot of other kids. So, and, oh, and that's man. why they're having... Now, that a, may not always be the same. Or this, you know, that may not always be that way, but at least... Well, and because at this point, like I said, and they, they know I'm not fucking around. Yeah. I will hold him. I have no problem holding my kid. Oh, hell no. It's why my right. Why should he get be subjected, you know, to their inadequacies? There's no point. So <clears throat> that's that's pretty much it. Um, so now we're all squared away. And and that now the cool thing is, if other kids do later wind up riding in his bus, right. he'll have a sense of seniority because yeah, up to now it's been his, his bus. Right. So if if other kids do come along, it probably won't bother him a bit because he'll figure, well, I'm letting them ride my bus. <laughs> <laughs> and let me just kind of put out there that, number one, this was all about money. Because it is it costs more money to take that bus out of the yard, oh, sure. go pick him up, oh, sure. and you know take him to the house. Yeah. This was all about money. Oh, of course. Yeah, they probably figured it's in the van. It's cheaper yeah, to it's run. it's cheaper. Yeah. But you know what? Regardless, I know enough about California state law, and yeah. especially when it comes to special needs. Right. Well, not even special needs. When it comes to children, okay? Yeah. When you're put in that type of situation, yeah, it's on them. Yeah. So one kid or a hundred kids in, in a row. Yeah. And right now, it's just him. Yeah. It's just him. He's well, and again, like I said, it wasn't your doing that he was placed in this school. Right. You had nothing to do with it from the from the time that they promoted him past the seventh grade, which was their doing, right? Because his skill level exceeded seventh grade, to not having a a teacher. That could handle him within the local school district, right. schools that are available close by. None of that you had. You had no input in that whatsoever. No, it was all their doing. So that you know, they they can't do anything other than follow through and provide the transportation as well. I mean, it's all their doing. You're you don't have you're not you're not doing any of it. Right. I mean, and well, like I said, we'll see what happens next year because next year is high mm, school, mm -hmm. and um, we'll we'll see what happens because I will it be the same building no, next year? No, total another different, building, total different school. Um, um, and that's if he doesn't go into online classes. Yeah, yeah. So because, like right now, it's there. I know you know certain people like well, it's it's to socialize but the kids that he's in with right now is a mixture from mild to moderate he's the only high functioning one mm. in there so he's not talking to anybody the only people he's I was gonna talking say, to he doesn't need that kind of association actually the only people he's talking to are the is the teacher and the aides the adults that's the mm. only people he's talking to mm -hmm. so he's not getting those social interaction no. from his peers no no so, but is he is he taking mainstream courses? Um, is he studying mainstream subjects? Yeah, in his class, even though he's the only high functioning kid in his class, yes. they're teaching that because information he, anyway. Mister Hurst, he teaches on a one because it's a very small class, so oh, he can okay. teach at a one to one level. Okay, well, that's what I was sort of getting at. I mean. And, What's the point of having him in that class if he isn't getting the education that he needs to be getting out of it? Right. You know where I'm going with that. Right, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, if, if he's, and I don't want to say the smartest, but if he's the, the highest functioning kid in the class and they're teaching it on a class as a class, then somebody's missing out. Right. It's either over their heads or under his. 
you know right what i'm saying but if they do indiv- if he does individual teaching how the hell does he have time to do that how many kids are in that class seven well, even so, you take a you take an hour's subject. Let's say. Well, you have one teacher and five aides. Oh, okay. So the teacher may not six aides. The right. teacher may not himself do one on one with right. each of the kids. Right. He throws out the info, and then the aides go one on one with the kids. Okay. All right. Because, you know, because you want the quality of his education to be as as high as possible. You know challenging for him it's got to be over his head or it won't challenge him right i mean what's the point of him going and studying something he already knows there isn't any yeah so if it's not if it's not over his head and challenging then uh it's playing to the kids who can handle the lesser information if you will and that's cheating jay but if if the teacher has it above everybody's head you know, and then individually they they work with the kids. Then he's got a good chance of of picking it up. So that's kind of going on. Um, hmm. I'm looking at the time. Hmm. Oh, we sort of haven't even hit the show yet. Yeah, done our show yet. We've been catching up. That's the trouble with with uh, being out for a couple. Maybe we should do two shows tonight. Um, I think what we should do, I, I've got one more thing to talk about, but then uh, I think next, because we're already, we're almost at the 40-minute 40, 40 mark anyway. Right, right, right. So, and we haven't even really started a show yet. No, I mean, we've, we've just, just been talking. Been catching up with how we've been. So I think what we should do is, like I said, i got one more thing to talk about. Okay. And then uh, wrap it up at the 45. Okay. And then we'll come back next week and we'll just back pick to our. Up. Back to our regular routine and and uh, format. Yes. Format. Um, one of the thing, or the last thing I wanted to talk about, right, is this place, the the apartment. Yes. And I we've lived here for three years. Yeah. And the way it came about was we were living with my mom. Lace was pregnant with our daughter, and I had just gotten work after. Over a year. Over a year. Almost two years. No, wasn't it, was a, it? it was a year. Oh, okay. Um, and this was the first place that popped up. Right. And I knew when she told me the baby was not going to be born in a room, you know, or live in a little, because we all lived in a small room. Right, right, right. I knew, you know, I, I had to take action. So we moved right. in here. We've been here for almost three years. You know, Zoe's going to be three next year, so it's been three years. Yeah, yeah. Last week, I get a thing. It was last Monday, in fact. Right. I, um, I notice on the door that says, you have 48 hours. The owner is going to come in and in, inspect the property. Now, I know it says in our win- rental agreement that um, you know they, they do have the right to come in anytime they want with proper notice. And if you're not there, they do have the pass key to walk mm-hmm. into your house, mm-hmm. which experiencing that was kind of unnerving because mm-hmm. that's kind of hoping that those people are honest people. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you could literally walk into our house. Well, they could probably start put the key in the door, and that's probably where, as far as they would get if we were in the house because mm-hmm. Cody... He'd be all over them. Yeah. Yeah. He, he'd he make sure that they wouldn't come in the house. Yeah. But anyway, the thing is, is, okay, there was five people. Now, I've met the older gentleman before. He's the owner. Mm-hmm. I know he's the owner because I've, I've had a conversation with him before. And four other people, um, one was a VIP. Um, we, we rent through VIP properties. Mm-hmm. That was a VIP agent. And... One, a younger guy, and two middle-aged guys. Mm-hmm. The way they walked in the house, and the way they were looking at things, instantly popped into my head, the owner is selling these apartments. Yeah. Otherwise, why would they even be coming? And I'm like, fuck, man. Because it's... Number one, well, at this point, we don't even know if they're going to put in a bid for the property. Yeah. 
But then if they do sell, then it's up to them if they want to keep the tendons. And if they want to keep us, great. If not, then that means we're going to have to move. And that right. was kind of one of the things right. that was just going on in the background last week as well. Right. Is, you know, just trying to figure out, you know. What you're going to do. Yeah, just have a, a, a backup plan just right. in case right. something happens. Right. So I guess that might be an mm-hmm. ongoing thing to mm-hmm. find out what's going to happen. Um, I, I think, honestly, since we're paying money for this place, we should be entitled to some type of information. I would think, but you never have, you know, <coughs> who knows? Who knows? I don't know enough about uh, rental law to know what your rights are. Right. Um but I don't know. I'm sure you could Google it and find out more. Oh, yeah. Thank goodness for Google. Yeah, no kidding. Um, so, other than that, let's see. God, yeah, I, think that's, I think that's everything. I think I, that's all the shit you've been through. I think so. It's been a week. It has been a week. Two weeks. Because uh, Lacey was sick. The week prior. The week prior. Uh-huh. She had the, whatever the hell she had, flu. She had the flu. It almost feels like the same thing that I have right now. Oh, crap. Don't come near me. <laughs> no, I mean, I've had my flu shots. Right. Well, so have you. Yeah. I'm just saying, no, it feels like it. Yeah. Saying, I mean, overall, I feel okay except my stomach. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's something that we don't want to talk about. No, there. we've been TMI. TMI. Yeah, TMI. TMI. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What else? So... We originally planned on saying something to uh, Robin Williams. That was the actual plan for this episode. We were going to talk about Robin Williams. Mm. Um, amazing actor, great comedian, uh, very sad. You know, I, I literally almost felt personal when I, I found out. My that. jaw dropped. I was, we were sitting at the kitchen table, and I was online yeah. and reading my emails, and uh, Ernie signed somehow signed this up so that I get LA Times alert flashes, uh-huh. zips of news, whatever you want to call it. And I, w- I went, <laughs> my jaw just dropped and I went, oh my God. And Ernie goes, what? I said, Robin Williams just killed himself. And he says, you're, he said, you're, he thought I was kidding. And I said, no, honey, he's gone. He is gone. I couldn't, couldn't get my head around it. Still, to some degree, can't. You know, it's just right. like it doesn't seem possible that he really is gone. But he is. You know, and it's it's uh, when um, I think my son Bob posted something on Facebook uh, about the whole thing, and I said it, to me it seems so sad that that he felt all his options were. Not enough, right? For him to go ahead, whatever whatever he felt he was facing, you know. They're after the fact. They're talking about the Parkinson's and uh, you know drug issues and so on and so forth. Whatever he felt he was up against, it seems to me so sad that that he felt he had either no recourse or had just been up against it so long he just didn't want to be up against it anymore. Right. It's, that's, that's a very sad way to go. Um, I'm going to direct everybody over to the American Fat Ass Podcast. Mm. They did a great, great tribute to uh, Robert Williams. Oh, yeah? Oh, In cool. fact, uh, Jim, that was like his idol, was Robert Williams. Oh, really? Yes. Uh, so, he probably really took it hard. So he... Um, he, he did. It was just. It was a fantastic show. It really was. It was so good that I didn't even put in the advertisement. I didn't even want to break in. It. it was yeah. so good. So, yeah. um, so I guess we are going to throw in a saying goodbye. But one thing that I want to throw in before we say goodbye ourselves is there is a movie that he did back in the nineties that I I was young. I was learning how to who I was and, and whatnot. And this was one of the first movies that I watched that I could connect with the character. And when I connected with the character, 
the reason why I connected with the character that I realized was because I was a writer. Ah, okay. And then I'm talking about the Dead Poets Society. Right, right. And, of course, any tribute for the Dead Poets Society, you cannot go without the poem, Oh, Captain, My Captain. No matter what anybody tells you, words and ideas can change the world. We don't read and write poetry because it's cute. We read and write poetry because we are members of the human race, and the human race is filled with passion. Oh, Captain... My captain. It's from a poem by Walt Whitman. Now, in this class, you can either call me Mr. Keating, or I'm slightly more daring, or Captain, my captain. was for Robin Williams. He, it, it's more than just he'll be missed. It, it's, to me, it was a great, great loss to humanity in itself. I, I lament the, the loss of the future we would have had with him. Yes. All right, kids, I know we're ending on a sad note, but it's, <laughs> it's time to go. Uh, come back next week. I promise we'll get back on schedule. Yeah. And we'll get into some bashing. Right. So for this week, I am David K. Montoya. And I am S. Sadie Burbank. And you heard what we think. And now you know. See you next time. Bye-bye. The baby goes, shh. <laughs> so... Not what we know, because we don't know shit. What we think. <laughs> David K. Montoya, S. Sadie Burbank Podcast. We're in a super like David King and Toya podcast. <laughs> the game plan, yeah. The uh, the show. Let's go make it up. Let's actually make some. And see, I came up with more. Google it. Not what we know, because we don't know shit.